You're listening to the Limitless Career Podcast, the show where you hear the how, why, and what of creating limitless careers with me, Just Jazz. I'm a multi-passionate, wildly ambitious lover of tea and r and I'm also on a mission to guide more high achievers to the careers and lives they deeply desire through coaching. Yeah, you heard me, desire. No shame or secrets about it. Here, we boldly embrace ambition by owning, being, and doing more in our careers. And in each episode, we break down the barriers to creating something that will make you and everyone you know step back in awe while keeping it simple. So what are you waiting for? Let's dive into the episode. I am so excited in this week's episode of the Limitless Career Podcast. I have another amazing guest with me today. Today I have Christina Beloge. Hi, Christina. Hi, Jazz. How are you? I'm really well, thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> good. Let's jump straight in. Can you introduce yourself to our audience? Yep. So I'm Christina Beloge. Um, I'm French Caribbean. I was born in Paris. Now I'm British too, so um, I've lived in and out of UK and Europe for 15 years. So I uh, come from France, I graduated both in UK and uh, uh, France. I'm originally from Paris, I've lived also in Germany and Amsterdam. Um, I started up my career actually in a startup when I had commercial roles, so I start, mm-hmm. I think, uh, customer service, then I will finish in BizDev, and uh, then I'll try a few things in account management, and then um, I think eight years ago, I relocated to Germany, and that's where I've pivoted in digital marketing, more specifically social media advertising. Mm-hmm. And when I came back to UK, um, I tried Perm, it was no longer working, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I... On the advice of a friend, I went freelance and uh, basically I've been freelancing seven years. So mm-hmm. for me, that's the way I found myself because of more freedom, flexibility, more money. So finding my rhythm, also be able to tap in my passion more, notably traveling. Yeah. 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 So you mentioned traveling is one of your passions and you've lived in a few countries. You're from different places in terms of Paris, but also British, all of those things. What has that been like for you? Have you always known that you wanted to travel and see the world and live in different places? Yes. So since I was a kid, I think, (laughs) Uh, a teenager at least, I wanted to do it because I wanted to learn language, live abroad, be an expat, travel. And mm-hmm. I saw some of my aunts doing it because some actually lived in UK in the 70s, I think. And I was always attracted by languages and be able to uh, navigate culture because myself, I'm French Caribbean, so at home, my parents used to speak Creole. They also sent me to live with my grandmother for a few years uh, back in Guadeloupe. So I think I've always been used to navigate different places and culture. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And I guess combining that with your career of being a freelancer, has that been one of the passions that your career has allowed you to sort of explore? 
Um, yes, before actually, I used to be an expert in Perm, but mm-hmm. uh, I was able to travel much more while being a freelancer because in between contracts, you have more free time. Uh, like before COVID, I used to do four country a year and I used to try to do two months of 10 months working. So mm. to allow myself like one month of traveling and one month of personal development, because I've always been curious and love to learn. So I use, I think the first two years I used to take a lot of classes, uh, whether at General Assembly, whether at Sotheby's about uh, marketing art or buying art, thinking one day I'm going to be rich, I need to know to do all those things. <laughs> yes, you know, because I was like, oh, I would love to go to gallery and stuff, but actually I'd love to have stuff at home, you know? And I was like, okay, do it because you have the time, you have the money, invest in mm-hmm. yourself basically. So my mindset, I shift a lot from when I was 20 and drifting uh, not knowing anything about investing and just saving like my parents used to do, you know, um, because that's our Caribbean, let's say, mindset about thinking mm-hmm. about the future. But then we don't know really the way the system works. Plus, uh, the British system is even different. So mm-hmm. uh, it's something I really worked on since four years ago. Um, because four or five years ago, when I started to pay a lot of taxes, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I need to find a way to reduce all this. Um, notably the income one, because nobody tells you that, but when you freelance, mm. you pay double, because you pay for two years, uh, because HRMC kind of preempt that the year after you're going to earn the same. <laughs> so you have to save wow. a lot. Yes. Uh, and I was shocked. I was like, What? You know, I was like, mm. what? Um, I think it's my, uh, do you say, dentist who warned me, say, be careful because the first year and all the year you pay two years in advance. So it means you need to save a lot, you know, and nobody tells you that unless you have a very good accountant. Mm. Um, so you always need, I think this helped me to plan my cash flow and, uh, how do you say, sort out my finance better because I learned to, uh, always put some money aside to pay taxes and also uh, educate myself financially. What are the tools w- first will allow me to, you know, reduce my income tax? So it used to be for me crowdfunding because through SES and EIS, you can claim back 30 to 50% of the money you put in startup. And because I work in marketing, I can I have knowledge of different industries. We have access yeah. to market research, so we see the trends. And also, I've worked in so many companies that every time you work for a client, you get to know the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I use that knowledge to invest in what I thought would be growing over time. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my last trip to the U.S., I visited my brother four years ago. It was the boom of crypto, and I was like, I need to be there. <laughs> I need to be there. She was like, when he talked to me, it was like, oh, oh, all my friends are buying uh, houses thanks to their crypto. I was like, what? You know, what is this thing? Yeah. You know, it was crazy. And um, then when I came back, I start my account, but obviously because I start small, I could not buy a house. 
<laughs> for those that are listening and also kind of me because I'm still pretty new on web3 and crypto mm-hmm. nfts everything like that what is crypto so in terms of like when we're talking about investments what how would so you describe me, it I do it two ways because before I had another tactic I used to be okay primarily Bitcoin and Ethereum because they're the longest running one and the, they're the biggest one in terms of growth and they're the long standing one. And then I used to start to invest like everything below 15 cents. I used to buy like 100 to see as a test of them units. Mm-hmm. And I see like over one year, maybe double, triple. And then I realized there's about 7,000 coins. So you can't do that. You know? <laughs> uh, so you have to... I think I, I was reading, I was going on FT and different sources to see what are the five everyone should invest in. I think the Guardian, I start to invest in those one. Then I tried the smaller one. And then now I change completely. Uh, I will put most of my money in Bitcoin and Ethereum. Not most, but uh, regularly, like, um, I would say pound cost averaging. So like put 100 pounds every month in Bitcoin and Ethereum. And then the rest... I will only buy the coins which are staking. So staking is like earning interest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found another platform, Binance, which is more complex. But Binance have lots of contracts. Like it's like instead of saying, oh, uh, let's say on another platform, you will have 5% max. There you can have 30%, blah, blah, blah. So, but it's a limited contract. It could be two days, it could be six months, it could be four months. And now they have the option to do it rolling. So I just, and you, they're capped in the unit you can put. So what I did is I learned mm-hmm. how to transfer from one wallet to another. Because all this I didn't know. I hear people talking and I'm like, who can show me how to actually do stuff concretely? And yeah, <laughs> because... When I go back home, it's the same. My brother is advanced. Uh, some of my cousins are not, so they ask me. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know, because sometimes there's the male ego. They don't want to ask another man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's all those dynamics. And um, they always ask me, and I say, guys, I've left France 15 years ago. I don't know what's working. And I don't know the system. Um, and even my my hairdresser, she always asks me question. Oh, can I save money? Because now you know taxes is on my back, and I'm like, uh, I try to research for them. Okay, this is this training, this training. you have to do it. I can't do it for you. So I now advocate everyone I know. Either I send them like uh, how do you say a sample of a presentation or whatever. But I say you need to go and dig further. You need to be active in the sense. Um, yeah. For example, I joined Finimize, so I joined a ladies' book club finance. So every month we were reading a finance book. So it was to expand my mindset, think differently, Mm -hmm. learn the principle. You know, it's very theoretical, but it's to give you different perspective. Also, uh, read books written by people in uh, the fire movement, etc. So to make you think differently and to make you find a purpose, because always you're like, okay, I'm saving and investing, but what's my goal? What's my why? And now I know my why. I know I want my house on the beach, you know. <laughs> <That's me. laughs> I, it's been postponed, but I know that's I, I want my financial freedom and I want to have my house yeah. on the beach. I want to have my Airbnbs. I want to have mm-hmm. a comfortable life and restful one. Um, yeah. 
So it's been hustling and grinding before that. Uh, and, you know, I follow also some YouTubers, etc. So it helped me shape whatever I didn't have as knowledge because we are thrown into life, but there's so many f- vital skills we don't get from yeah. our, our upbringing. Because mm, uh, they didn't have it themselves. Yeah, they didn't so have it's all it new. Where the, we're going to be the generation to tell them. Voila. So we are the first generation of fire, I call it, because we go through the mm. fire. Just uh, for the listening, for the listeners, what is fire? Fire is, uh, I think, uh, I don't retire early. Uh, I forgot the F and I. it's when you stop working it's not you stop working there's different ways to access fire but it's uh, some people like they save extremely for five or ten years like 80 Mm percent of what they earn they go back to their parents etc they sacrifice they don't go out i think it's too extreme some people invest in real estate and sell houses and keep the profit and invest them uh, some people develop different side hustle and invest them to grow their money quicker. But it's mm-hmm. just the fact that you're saying, I will retire myself early from the workforce. Instead of yeah. living at 65, 70, 75, I want to live at 30, I want to live at 35, I, live, I want to live at 40 so or 45. So in order for me to reach that, I need to know my final number from which I'll be able to live from ideally passive income. Mm-hmm. Uh, either for investment you've made and you receive dividend or real estate you bought and you get um, uh, rent, yeah, rent mm-hmm. income. Or there's yeah. different ways, there's different ways, but it's just the fact that you put yourself in the mindset, I'm going to come out of the right race and I do what I want with my time, basically. Yeah. You free yourself early. Yeah, you free yourself early. I think that's so important because... Um, being from a Caribbean background myself as well, the idea is you you get a job, you get a safe job. If you can get a job for life, amazing. You pay into your pension. Any money that you have left over, you use it to build the house or the dream house. But by the time you finish working to get to that house, you can't enjoy it. You're 70 now. You're 65 now. And that's what many of us grew up watching as the plan right? That's what you, you work hard so you can do that. You can build your house and you can retire in your house. And it's so interesting because even I was talking to my partner who, where the way our families are sort of layered, his parents are the same age as my grandparents. Um, So we've both seen them have these houses and this land and this development that has been going on for most of our lives. Not exactly the same home, but, you know, there's a plot of land in this part of Jamaica for for my family. Right. And there's a pot of land in this part of Ghana for his family. And we want to buy land there. We want to build our home. But we turned to each other and we just said two years, two years maximum. I'm not building a house for the whole. I want us to be able to enjoy it as soon as possible. And I think that's the difference. Yeah, don't wait 20 years. That's the difference. uh, My parents didn't build the house. My dad kind of took back my grandmother's house. But, Mm. uh, I mean, he lost most of the money he saved for the divorce. So that's the reality. (laughs) Uh, So things happen. You know, it's like nothing is set in life, unfortunately. So my mum lost money for a scam. So I've seen lots of things 
who kind of shake my reality because I mm. didn't expect them to finish like that, you know? Yeah. Um, so there's also life drama in the between. Um, but um, what I've learned from them, I mean, especially my parents, but also my aunt and uncle is... Um, mm. Our generation lives totally different. At first, my dad didn't understand that I'm open jobs like that. And I was like, I work for <laughs> myself. I'm independent. This is my mindset. I realized the other system is not working for me. So let yeah. me do my thing. And now that you see I've been in it since seven years, you ask me questions. Oh, where do you get your jobs? And uh, I've just been like nominated for an, an award. So I was like, hey, you know, because I've been criticized, you know, life's choices. <laughs> People don't always understand your life choices because yeah. they put pressure on you, especially as a black woman. So they expect you to get married, have three kids, and shut up. So this is not me. It's true. This is not me. This is not me. I'm an alpha woman. I've realized this time. That's why I was different. <laughs> uh, I've tried something. It didn't work out. So I do my way and I, I move forward. I never... I don't like to be stuck. And um, it was pressure from everybody. That's why I withdrew from Facebook because it was my uncle mm. on, on a Saturday. All the family like, on Facebook, yeah. Yeah, everyone on Facebook is chipping in. And I was like, this is like the platform of hell, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I work on social media all day long. So I was like, ah, this thing is devilish because it doesn't show... The purpose was supposed to, um, how do you say, um, make people closer. But in fact, it's, mm. the, it's the contrary. Because I, I think I avoided it for a few years. But then because I was abroad, all the family members were abroad. I think at some stage, all my family went for different countries. Because my brother was in the US. My mom was in Guadeloupe. My dad was in France. I was in UK. So I yeah. needed to be in one place before WhatsApp exists. Yeah. So, <laughs> so juggling the time difference, the different lifestyle, blah, blah, blah. We need one place to talk to each other. But then it became, yeah, the place of hell where people spy on each other and put nasty comments, etc. So mm. I preserved my energy and I withdrew myself, <laughs> basically. This week's podcast is sponsored by Ambitious Career Strategy, the six-week group program that shows you how to turn every career lemon into the juiciest lemonade. Learn to own your impact, show up authentically and get stuff done to reach your career goals. This is the program designed to stay with you beyond the six weeks and give you a plan that fits like Cinderella's slipper. Go to justjazz.co forward slash career dash strategy to join the next cohort. And I think it's so huge because when you are ambitious in the way that you are, it's exactly as you said, not everybody's going to understand it, but there's levels to you not understanding it. And I think a lot of the listeners can relate to this. You Mm. cannot understand my choices and Mm. there's, you know, just nod, right? (laughs) Okay, interesting, but it's different if you're not understanding my choices and then you come to the party with all the reasons why it's not going to work, all of the questions, poking holes in my plan, all that's of it. what they do. So that's why I I withdrew, and especially with the pandemic and COVID, it was really the time to 
since we were, I was alone, okay, do the training, pursue what you should launch. I received so much criticism because I launched a tour operator. Ah, it's going to fail, it's the pandemic, no one can travel. Oh my God, why are you going there? Uh, hello, because that's my passion. I've been traveling so many countries. I want to give back what I've received and I believe in it, blah, 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 blah. And then I said, stop justifying yourself. Do what you have to do and let the receipt talk for you. That's the reality. Um, because everyone wants to either chip in, but when the work is done, or they want to see you stumbling because they don't believe in you. So I shut them down and I focus in my lane. So that's it. Uh, it's hard because, um, especially if you're an empath, etc., you're very sensitive to all the criticism, all the lack of support, and then you cut it off. You realize you need to find your tribe elsewhere. Uh, and that's why I've networked a lot, find a black business group, and I surround myself with other black business women or women who are very driven for me. Then it becomes my norm. Because or else, um, people always try to put you back to the level they know you. They don't want you to move forward uh, because they become uncomfortable. And unfortunately, I lost a few people like that. Um, they were starting to act weird or they start to try to, uh, to say, jeopardize what I'm doing or diminish me. And I'm like, okay, what's your game plan here? <laughs> no, it's not right. It's not right. Uh, because those people back in the days, I used to support the association, work for free every Saturday for one year. But when it's my time, they don't want. So that's why you're like, mm, interesting. Uh, that's life. You learn the characters. It forges you as well. At first, you're hurt, etc. And then you realize, as one of my friends used to say, life is a journey, it's a train. Not everyone is supposed to go at your final destination. Some people up and off. So, you know, there's a lot of time, whether in your personal or professional life, you need to adjust, be flexible, and understand that this is not personal. This is just their feeling or this is, you know, whatever emotion is going through them. Because sometimes, most of the time, people are afraid and they project their fear onto you because they didn't go that far or because they had hurdles and they never thought this was possible and they see you braving things and because my my dad was like that he was like uh always telling me you're gonna get kidnapped whenever i travel you're gonna get kidnapped you're gonna get kidnapped. it's funny you know it was too funny and i was like and one day i think five years ago he told me i wish i was as brave as you so you know it's just this fear of unknown. It's fear of unknown, fear, oh, I don't speak the language, how do they treat me? It's stories they've heard in media, you know, all this. It's a combination. And uh, when you pass all this and you're like, guys, I told you so, you know, when I, at 28, I went to Senegal, my first African country. I'm still the first person in my whole family to have been to Africa, seven countries. They still fear because of all the negative stuff they saw on TV. I told them, yes, I told them this is brainwashed. They lied to us. You need to go and check. They don't believe me. You know, so, uh, and I keep on trying. So it's like, um, you have, what I understood is 
there's a process and the process is when you're the first one, you're going to face uh, barriers, you're going to face incomprehension and misunderstanding, etc. Because people will always project onto you what they expect you to do or what the society wants you to achieve. And it's beginning is hard because sometimes you're like, am I on the right path? Am I doing things yeah. right? Why there's no blueprint. Yeah, there's no blueprint. Because <laughs> there's no blueprint. You know, we were talking about crypto. At least your brother was voilà. further ahead, more advanced in it. With this, voilà. you're blazing your own trail. Voila, it was further ahead. The only thing it, it gave me was tell me, go on Coinbase, you know. <laughs> so that's that's, that's all. I figure it out by myself. But then I gave back the knowledge I, I gathered to my other cuisine. So then mm. they try it out, you know. So... I feel like I have my haters, but I have my lovers and supporters. So my Mm. lovers and supporters, I push them also to go further because they see me doing things. They see, oh, it's possible. There's not only a way because as Caribbean, especially in France, uh, most people in my family, they are civil servants. That was the road they came basically. Mm -hmm. A bit like Windrush, we had the equivalent. It's called Bibendum. So everyone came to work in transport, hospital, post office, blah, blah, blah. And for them, I remember my dad in his perception was either be a civil servant or be good at sport, you know. So mm. to be an athlete and earn lots of millions, but it's not, <laughs> it's not like that. It's not like that. I was crap in sport, but I was bright. So I always say, <laughs> I, I used to tell him, I can't succeed with my brain, you know. So <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to, because it's not the role model they see on TV. That's the reality. Yeah. So even when I told him, yeah, I work for myself, it was, a, oh, you don't have the security, you know, and, 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 you don't have the blanket, blah, 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 blah. And then he see me reaching, do what I have to do. And then he start to believe, oh, there's other ways. Yes, there's other mm. ways. Uh, it's because they are not showcased. They are not um, in the limelight. I mean, mm. they were not. In this time, yeah. Um, but I think in our time, we create our own platform and we influence each other better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think it is that it's influence. I think it's remembering that we we don't do this for the watchful gaze of other people, but no. simply by living your life unapologetically, you're triggering people, and that yes. triggering them into a we negative reaction every day, <laughs> or triggering them into going hmm. I I'm bored with my own life that's why I'm complaining at hers I wish I could do what she's doing I wish I could say things with that confidence you know and I think that's the thing that is always away even going back to what you said right the expectation is to you know get married and have three kids and (laughs) that's first life that that should be the dream so when you have a different alternative dream it's like oh Okay. And, you know, again, people can have those different, uh, it could be a how dare you response. Yes. Or it could just be straight up confusion. Just why would you not want that? Why why do you want this risk? Why do you want... Yeah, what they don't understand is, yeah, believe in that dream like them, but Mm. it didn't happen for me. So in my head, I'm like, it was not my destiny or it maybe will happen later, you know? So... But people always put their agenda on you to say, oh, 
you should be that at this age. No, yeah, because I saw my mom got me young and I saw mm. how she was not ready. <laughs> so mm. I, and she missed out and she was full of regret. That's the reality. So um, because she was always like telling us, oh, I wish I could do that. I wish I could do that. Mm. And because she knew my dad at 15, she had me at 21. And basically yeah. all of her dreams were gone. So it, my mom, the, the timeline of p- your parents is the exact same timeline as, as my parents. So I was raised with a mom who was telling me, yes, yeah, study, get your job, do what you have to do for you. Don't become like me, basically, uh, mm. because she was full of bitterness and uh, regret and stuff. So because I didn't want to be unhappy, <laughs> should I say that? Mm. <laughs> uh, I mean, I didn't want to end up being so full of bitterness like that. It's not my character. I was mm. like, I need to go after my dream uh, because that's how you become a better person because you accomplish um, you, whatever, you know, happens to you, you will pass it to people around you, you know? Yeah. Um, but people don't understand because, yeah, I think it's not when I was 32. I had friends, family, Oh my God, everyone harassing me on Facebook, in- Instagram later, LinkedIn now, and I shut them <laughs> down. I was like, oh, I just had my third baby. And I'm like, oh, okay, wait a minute. You had your third baby yesterday. You have the time to harass me on LinkedIn. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, right? It's crazy. And I said that to my favorite cousin. He didn't believe me. I screenshot it. I said, look, this is the message. She sent it Saturday at midnight, right? I'm not lying. <laughs> So I'm like, what's wrong with people? So, you know, I came, even if I'm I'm a social media expert, unfortunately, I have to say, it came to my experience that this is the worst thing in humanity in the sense it triggered the worst in humanity because mm-hmm. in my generation, everyone spent their time spying on each other and um, compare themselves instead yeah, of living their lives. Voilà, judging as well, because before social media, we left, you know, uh, how do you say, like high school. There's mm. people you not never see ever in your life because mm. it's the way life is, you know? Yeah. But they come back 10 years after, 15 years after, and they don't want to let you go. You know, <laughs> and then they come judgmental, which is the worst part, because sometimes they get bored in their family or couple or their life, so they... From the few pictures they see, they imagine a soap opera, I say. (laughs) (laughs) And then they're like, wow, it's good for you. And I'm like, "Uh, no, I work hard and I enjoy myself. Uh, It's called balance. (laughs) (laughs) But they don't see the other part. They just see one part. And they kind of try to guilt trip you. And it's horrible because then you need to um, apologizing for being yourself. (laughs) Mm. yeah yes it's that it can be sometimes it can be to the point where you want to just scream what do you want from me well that's why some of my (laughs) friends and i i remember that's why i left facebook completely and then instagram i post very rarely i used Mm. to post only my trips and it triggered people so then after for two years i only post artist stuff so nobody comment you know (laughs) it's too magic (laughs) nobody commented because there's nothing they can see that triggers them. So yeah. I was like, okay, let's let's go the intellectual route. You know? 
<laughs> switch up the content. Yeah, switch up the content. And um, they never see, you know, your depression. They never see the bad stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they imagine that everything is like Paris Hilton. Percy. I'm not Paris Hilton. <laughs> not even me. Paris Hilton was the Paris yes, Hilton. Exactly. That documentary. Wow. Voila. So it's like, it's a whole journey in between. Um, I would say maturity helps you to detach, detach yourself because it's not, I've not always been super confident like that. I've been through mm-hmm. a lot of hurdles. Uh, last year and this year I had to do two therapies because I've been through a lot between my mom and my ex. I've been yeah. through financial abuse, emotional abuse. So it's been a plus COVID on top and the mm. pandemic. So it's been a roller coaster. And I'm like, I had to examine, you know, take time to self-check, talk through my life experience, what's wrong, what pattern Mm. is not right, why am I going so, why am I feeling so, it's not why am I feeling, I knew why I was feeling so bad, but help me get back, you know? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, to restore. It doesn't mean that everything is perfect. No. It's making the most Voila, nothing is always perfect i mean or ever perfect it's just reframing your mind what she teach me is uh yeah taking risk again coming out of mm. your comfort zone uh reframing your mindset or your thought process because you know when you're depressed everything is negative it's the end of the world and you mm. see yourself very small you oh yeah small because oh, you 100 everything's yes. too much when i was well, in the middle of my depression my goals for the day were yeah. to have a bath Me and too. maybe yeah. to make a meal. Yeah. Because no, my I default would... had been, I'm <laughs> going to have cook. a bagel. I'm, I mean, an actual wow. meal where I seasoned the meat. Like, that's what it was because everything just became too much. And because oh, it was tasty. too much, then yeah, you tasteless. get into the cycle. That's yeah. it. And you're just like, well, I should eat for sustenance. Whereas for me, voilà. and that was a big thing when I sat down in therapy, I said, Cooking is my joy. I love to cook. I love to experiment. And the fact that I am dreading that Mm -hmm. activity is what told me that something was wrong. And that's what I I want to get back to. Because normally cooking for me is the most relaxing thing. It's like Mm. if I've been stressed out, all the positive energy of doing something succulent, delicious, you know, you put music. All of it. Voila. (laughs) And I know I was depressed because of all kind of reasons, of break, mm. etc. But then also lots of takeaways. You know, it's a sign. Oh, you, yes. You're too not bothered to cook anymore. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, I need to pick myself up, but I won't be able to do that alone. I need help. Mm. So it's being brave enough, you know, breaking those barriers you have culturally that, as my mom said, it's for crazy people. No, it's not for crazy people. It's to mm. help you go better. Because mm. you need it. It's about it. get the ego out and admit that you're not this strong woman with a superwoman cape. You're mm. a woman. You're a human being. You're fragile and you need help to get out of this state. That's it. That's um, it. You can't do it all by yourself. Nobody can. So, you know, it's a whole thought process, but at least you're like, and also you learn who's your people because you see people's reaction. Uh, and it's also yeah the reason why 
I filter out. <rire> filter out. <rire> Gotta have uh, those social media boundaries. Voilà. And I was like, okay, uh, this is not good because I had COVID and basically helped me see who was around me mm. uh, with the reaction. Either the fake, the fainters, <laughs> the one who take a lot, da 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 da. Uh, very few pass the test. <laughs> I was like, okay, uh, life changing experience, literally. Mm. Uh, but yeah, we taking confidence, taking risk, you know, taking care of yourself again because SBC during lockdown, all of my female friends were saying, we're losing ourselves because we no longer take care of ourselves, our hair, mm. our nails. We feel bad. Our self-esteem was super low because yeah. all we do is work, work, work. You had burnout. It was everything. Winter, mm. super long. You can't leave your house. Uh, what helped me was in between lockdown, I was able to join some uh, hiking. I used to go to Brighton every week, every weekend. Amazing. Um, I joined Black Girl Hike and I did it for with friends as well. It was great because you're in the green, you're outdoors, and you see people. Because mm. what we realize is, um, yeah, living like a prisoner in your own home is not right. <laughs> yeah. Indeed, right. indeed. Right, oh, right. Before we go today, what is your career teaching you right now? Yes, so um, I think I said that last time. Mm-hmm. As, as a marketer, what I love, especially working on social media, is not one day is the same, but I don't want to say that because it's so basic, but I want to say, <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that you learn, especially when you freelance, flexibility. It's like a challenge you have every client or experience teach you something. You have to come out mm. of your comfort zone. Sometimes it's a different skill set you didn't have. Or uh, like sometimes you go and you manage your team. Sometimes you go and pitch to clients. Sometimes you just uh, doing Q and A from stuff people did. So you need to showcase the, a variety of uh, skill set, and you need to keep on learning new things. So mm. you, it's not a job where. Yeah, like the post office, you know what I mean? So yeah. <laughs> you know what to expect. So it's not for the fence hearted as well, uh, because some people prefer habits, you know what I mean? So hmm. a comfort of habits. So I would say if I was to give advice to young girls, I would say first learn skill sets, which are technical skill sets in demand um, mm-hmm. so that people come to you. Because before, in my 20s, I didn't know that I was doing generic, you know, account manager, commercial role that anybody can do. And if you don't have uh, very technical skills, you can be replaceable every minute. Mm -hmm. When you have a specific set of skills, people come to you and the dynamic is different. The power is different because you can negotiate better your day rate, etc. Because as your experience grows, you take more value. So Mm -hmm. it means you take confidence in yourself more because um, before you were like, oh, I'm not sure, imposter syndrome. Uh, mm. Do I deserve a pay rise? Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, there's no I deserve. It's like you have to showcase, you know, it's a whole process. I've learned it mm. in my young days. You have to demonstrate what value you bring, how you grow the business, what, da, da, da. No one teach you that. It's the bottom mm. of fire. But once 
I think nowadays we have good networks where we can learn from each other. Yeah. Um, and never be afraid, especially in my industry, in digital marketing, there's jobs everywhere. So you can, mm. if they don't want to give you a pay rise, you can find somewhere else. You know, it's not the end of the world. It's just be confident enough to um, believe in yourself. Yeah. 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 And value your personal development. If they don't do it, do it on the side. Mm. Um, because sometimes we tend to stay stuck because we have bills to pay. Da, 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 da. No, P always do a budget for personal development. That's what I've been doing. Because yeah. whoever I advised to come in finance, they were like, oh, you spend 3K in personal training. Yeah. <laughs> like first two years, I said, because I knew yeah. from the moment I go alone, there's skills I don't have, there's knowledge I yeah. don't have. And, and the clients expect me to know it all. So I need mm. to go and get those three, those stuff to feel confident enough that, okay, mm. they pay me this. I need to deliver that. If I have a gap, I need to get the info somewhere. So, yeah. <laughs> and that's why I was trying to tell them to do and they look at me like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but it's second nature you know i think that's it when you believe in the power of personal development you prioritize it yes you yes, prioritize yeah. it True. amazing and it's not only for job it's also for yeah finance uh investing for nutrition everything mm. yeah Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your story. Where can we connect with you? Um, I know you said you're not on Facebook, but where 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 can folks find you and follow your journey? Uh, hello. <laughs> on LinkedIn, Christina mm -hmm. Billers, or uh, Instagram, uh, my tour company, Melanin Travel Magics, or uh, my personal one, but you will only see me traveling, so boring. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Twitter as well. <laughs> yeah, Twitter. I'm active. Chrissy four seven seven. I do yeah stuff on. I repost a lot on Twitter to be honest. So it's more like things yeah. I like. I repost. But yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn, okay. Twitter, or Instagram. Voilà. Amazing. Thank you so much, Christina. You're welcome. What an episode. Want to continue the conversation? Join the Limitless Letter to get weekly resources for your high-achieving career in a place where we all get what it means to embrace ambition and declare your desires. Go to justjazz.co forward slash join and I'll see you there.